West of Twin Peaks Radio back again. Come one, come all to the one-stop shopping place to find the freshest music from the newest artist. If it rocks, chills, grooves, vibes, or jams, it's right here on West of Twin Peaks Radio with MJ Hall on BFF.FM San Francisco. As a young girl Hello, hello, hello. MJ here in San Francisco, back again with another new episode of West of Twin Peaks Radio. Two hours of fresh music from the Bay and beyond, featuring today's local guest artist, San Francisco's Connor Gleason, a.k.a. The Last Gray Wolf. Does the blessed mother still appear in men and gory? Jesus, don't you buy that story? That's Connor Gleason of the project The Last Grey Wolf off his debut LP Shark Tooth, dropping on December 8th. Connor joins me for a great conversation and a sneak peek of his upcoming album coming up in my second hyperlocal hour. But first, a full 60 minutes of brand new tunes, starting with a great debut single from a trio so new that it took a really deep dive on the internet to find them. The Locust Street Fools come from Denton, Texas, where they're music students at the University of North Texas. They've just released their first song, and it's slowly getting traction on college and internet radio. I hope there's more where this came from. This is called Whispers on the Trail. Whispers on the trail Bring me to a fountain Where the sun can be seen My mind begins to wonder Will illusions ever fade For truth to be sprung Across the sky Palomino rides the light A choir sings Mythic visions come to life
What a wonderful debut single from yet another brand new artist, this one out of Denver. I just played Ode to the End from Connor St. Augustine. If you're in the Denver area, look him up as he's playing in small clubs and bars all around that area. Before that, I played a song called Options, a tale of what life for smaller local artists and bands is like from British Columbia band 5440. And the show started with the brand new band The Locust Street Fools from Denton, Texas and Whispers on the Trail. Everybody starts somewhere as the two guys playing this old Muddy Waters Blues song can tell you. It's the song where they got their band name from and it's the last song on their brand new album, Hackney Diamonds. This is Mick and Keith, No Last Names Necessary, and Rolling Stone Blues. Well, I wish I... Was a captain swimming in a deep blue sea? I would have all you good wicked women fishing after me, fishing after me, fishing after me. Oh well, oh well. To my baby's house, and I sat down on a stair. She said, "Now come on in, now, baby." My husband he just left. My husband he just left. My husband he just left. Oh well.
It's a good day when former San Franciscan Nick Waterhouse releases new music and one filled with long pauses that'll drive any radio host crazy. That was If You Want Trouble from the soundtrack of the FX series Fargo. This is MJ, and you're tuned into West of Twin Peaks Radio. Thanks for hanging with me today. Remember, coming up in my second hyperlocal hour, Connor Gleason of the project The Last Gray Wolf joins me for a great chat and deep dive into his debut LP, Shark Tooth. But I've got tons more new music to play for you before then, so let's get right back into it with the latest from the all-girl English indie rockers The Big Moon and the first single off their upcoming LP, about a positive pregnancy test taken during those hard COVID years by frontwoman Juliet Jackson. It's called Two Lines. If I could fast forward I'd go so far Up to the day we're reading this in someone's bed
And you look to the right, to the sky, to the night where the moon still was. And you ran to the door, but the twister did not blow your house to us. Turn. 
San Francisco music scene. BFF.FM, best frequencies forever. You're tuned in to West of Twin Peaks Radio on best frequencies forever, BFF.FM, San Francisco.
I've been obsessed with that LCD cover version of North American Scum since I first heard it as the theme song of the new Apple TV series, The Buccaneers, which is about a group of 1870s-era New York girls who head to England to find love and money. The song, which also features L.A.'s Mia Folick, was by Eugene Oregon by way of Chico, California's own Emily Cocal, who is a member of the band Warpaint and who, by the way, curated the soundtrack for the series. Before North American Scum, I played another song from the Buccaneers soundtrack, Cedar by emerging indie artist Gracie Abrams. Even if you're not into costume romance dramas, the music on the series is top-notch. This is MJ. Lots more ahead here on West of Twin Peaks Radio, including this from British musician and producer Will Dory, who goes by the project name Skin Shape. This is off his latest album, and might I say best album, Craterilius Tubiformis. The song, though, is called The Longest Shadow.
attention to the jealousy I'm only doing what was meant for me Like me and you, you know you meant to be You love me physically and mentally Your eyes and fires I love especially Perfection working on our chemistry Impair them layers to repair me All thanks to you because you shackle me Far from an artificial entity Girl, you got very special energies A peace of mind, I hope we get a peace We switch the crib, we ride to get a lease And just like I'll always remember you I know that you'll always remember me I still get smiley when you text me such a blessing, how I'll test me yeah. I don't need to show you around You got to hold me in my high boy Ain't no need to make no sound You're always welcome through that door, boy I just need your good, good me and we should know by now We should know it by now A lot of things we've been through You're still stuck in here with me though Yeah, we've been jamming since my first show I know that I'm a lot to handle I know I don't need to show you soul set as much as I did. I just played In Your Heart from British MC Lord Apex along with UK hip-hop artist Green Tea Peng. Before that, I played Skin Shape and that Marvin Gaye evoking song, The Longest Shadow. Underneath me right now, you're hearing new music from San Francisco jazz multi-readist artist Stephen Lugener off his latest LP, The Sluggish Ensemble in Solitude. Many of the songs on the album are named after the San Francisco streets located west of Twin Peaks, which he wandered during those long lockdown pandemic days. Let's turn it up and listen to this one called Del Sur. This is MJ, and you're listening to West of Twin Peaks Radio. (laughs) 
Again, that's San Francisco's Stephen Lugener off his new album, Sluggish Ensemble in Solitude. Check it out and buy it. Great listening for holiday time walks without the family. This is MJ, and I've got one more set of new music before my hyper-local hour, featuring guest artist Connor Gleason of The Last Gray Wolf. So I thought I'd switch up the vibes and get you in the sonic mood by playing a new song from Portland troubadour John Craigie. Featuring TK and the Holy Know Nothings, this is While I'm Down. The big now begins today. All them icicles are dripping away one by one, one by one. I watch them die. The earth shows no mercy, everything needs to drain. I ain't never been thirsty in my life And I can't remember who I wrote wish you were here to But in the end, it's true all around And my windows open wide I got no one on my mind Come on and love me up while I'm down I ain't the best one, it's true just trying to say something new Trying not to sound like every other man I ain't done your drugs in a while But I'm down to match a smile I'll just ride it out Honey, you know how I am Oh, and everything Well, it ain't my usual thing But you know Sometimes she comes around In my windows open wide
emotions It's like a vast dead ocean Billions of drops But I got no urge to swim I've been braving all the winners I've been trying to save the sinners But I keep on forgetting exactly what's considered sin Out here it's a Costco of men Why you chose me, I'll never understand Whatever it takes to kick the darkness out In my windows open wide I got no one on my mind Come on and love me up while I'm down
there's a late local artist you may have heard of. That was Jerry Garcia with the Jerry Garcia Band and Think, live from Veterans Memorial Auditorium in Santa Rosa from February 2nd, 1988. It can be found on the first installment of a new LP archival series called Heads and Tails, Volume 1, from Garcia Family Provisions. The perfect gift for your deadhead friends just in time for the holidays. And before that, I played Santa Monica country artist Jamie Wyatt's cover version of the dead staple Althea off her new LP, Feel Good. And that brings us to the second hyperlocal hour of West of Twin Peaks Radio, today featuring guest artist Connor Gleason, a.k.a. The Last Gray Wolf, an emerging artist from San Francisco who just in a few short days will be releasing his debut album, Shark Tooth. My conversation with Connor is coming up in just a moment, but first let's listen to a track off the new LP. This is Flown Down. Does the blessed mother still appear in Metagory? With the stone Jesus, don't you buy that story? Did you call the bishop and she bit your hand? Cause you tried to take her, she took a stand. Oh 
Good to see you too. Congrats on the imminent release of Shark Tooth. Is this yeah. your date? Is this your debut solo effort? Yeah, I mean, debut songwriting effort. Uh, long cry from solo. Like a, a lot of really great players, um, awesome producer, um, and lots of other just folks helping out. So it's kind of kind of greedy to call it solo. But I wrote the songs, um, and yeah, it's my first time doing anything like that. But you've been you you've been you play around in a ton of different projects, correct? Um, a couple, yeah. Um, most recently, so for the last couple of years, playing with Nate Boudreau, um, and actually just did a fun pickup gig with Tom Keneally and Adam Spry, um, Peter Domenici, and this guy Mike Abrams, who's in a couple of bands I've played with uh, at McTeague's. We did. Um, like this pickup band called Pony Boy, and we did like Neil Young songs, Bob Dylan songs, some weird kraut rock jams. Um, but I, yeah, I've been playing with a couple groups, and um, yeah, really trying to build out my own band. Are you from San Francisco? No, I'm not. Um, so I moved here about seven years ago. I was living in New York, and my folks are from Ireland, and we, we moved around a lot, but probably where I would say I like, grew up would be Kentucky. I grew up in, in Louisville, Kentucky, Chicago for school, and then New York and San Francisco. How'd you end up out here? Um, yeah, it's a long story. I was in a, a relationship with someone. I was actually married, uh, got divorced, but yeah, uh, work moved her and us out here, and that's kind of what got it started. And But you stuck it out out here. Did you find community, and where did that fit in with your, your music? For me, I really like got way fully back into this like creative pursuit. Um, right after I got divorced, I was living alone in San Francisco and just listening to like Grateful Dead for 24 hours a day and um, just said, hey, let me like see what would happen if I spent three or four, sometimes six, seven hours playing guitar every day. Uh, and then I started taking lessons um, and that was all during COVID. It was this time where I was living alone. I had some weird stuff happen. Like I had kind of three like near death experiences living alone in this very isolating time. And like, it was like this catharsis for me. Um, and I met Jason who produced the record uh, also has, you know, really taught me how to guitar, uh, how to play guitar and come into my own as like a lead player. and then. Um, when I started writing for the record like two years ago was like the first person that I would take any kind of song stem or idea to and um, really enabled that uh, like just kind of like a cosmic Sherpa through a lot of change like getting divorced and then yeah all these things happening all at once um, 
but then where I found community was um, so playing like a lot of the folks that I started jamming with um, are people that are in my bands that are hanging out with a lot and I got involved with a local rehearsal studio called Gulch Alley I don't know if you're familiar um, this guy Jesse Ray Smith used to own it and he moved down uh, to San Diego during COVID and I'd been a tenant and lived in the neighborhood would like go over and take out trash and you know do all kinds of other stuff there and um, he was like hey I need someone to take this over like I wanted to go to someone who's gonna live up to the ethos of it being like community vibe um, and so I, I got the keys to that studio like a year and a half ago and since then I've just met so many cool bands um, started jamming with Tom spent a lot of time jamming with Nate, this other really awesome singer-songwriter, Roy Baza. Um, and now I feel like I have a really strong community here and it's all enabled by music. But yeah, music was a very personal kind of at-home private thing for me for a long time. line you met a woman tell me that story yeah um so i met Lindsay, my partner um it was interesting like dating during covid we met on apps right like you don't know do you wear a mask do you not um so you get on the same page about all that stuff went for a walk uh but Lindsay is an incredible person so she was also divorced we were both two divorced people dating i'd had you know just a, a i'd say three or four just kind of dark years and so had she but for different reasons she um was diagnosed with uh stage four salivary gland cancer like super rare it had spread to you know her brain her lungs and then she, you know given like a three to six month prognosis and then like you know uh miraculously survives that and then getting divorced and then COVID. So it was like this interesting time for both of us. And then we met and you've met Lindsay. She's lovely. Uh, um, uh, she just has been like the best thing that's ever happened to me. I think from being like a, um, a person that I can bounce ideas off of creatively to just like, someone that you know is going to come and watch and participate in shows and stuff um and just i think the miracle of seeing her survive that and the perspective that it gives me about life and mortality and time and what really matters like you spend so much time dealing with crap at the end of it if you were on your deathbed you think a lot differently cut out all the bad parts cut them to the which 
brings up the genesis of the first single on the album, Flaming Purple Crocus. Can you tell us about the quick birth of that song? Yeah, um, so I had been writing pretty aggressively. Uh, for the record, I was writing like a song a day or a song a week, and kind of Lindsay like teased me like, hey, where's my song? You know, you've written all these, you've written all these like, kind of navel-gazing, contemplative, weird, trippy things, like, uh, write a song about me. And it was funny, it was like the prompt that I needed. And that night we were like laying in bed, she had a skin the next morning, she was really stressed about it, I was stressed about it, understandably. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna go get my acoustic guitar, play a little like one four, uh, you know, one four five chord progression, it's like country song. I didn't think we were gonna record it. I thought it was just gonna be kind of like, oh, this is you know something I'll play for her, and it was cute. And um, and then like we didn't rehearse or anything when we went into the studio uh, with Jason, Abraham Roberts, the producer, my teacher. You hear a lot about Jason. Um, we like went in and just he started playing this crazy swampy guitar riff that starts it and then had the bright idea uh, him or the steel player to put like a Mutron like you know the Jerry pedal on the pedal steel which is like this really crazy quacking sound um, and then the drums I mean it all it was like when we made that record there was a couple songs that were like really good first takes and probably like two or three of them were actually first takes. That was like, we didn't do anything. We added some keys and some bass afterwards, but um, it's all about her. The one thing about Lindsay is that, you know, she's never stopped being a part of the cancer care community. And I think if you have inspiration and inspiring stories about miraculous remission, and um, I think, we think, like love is a big part of that uh, and so to pick something that was more lighthearted and more you know not so doom and gloom there's a lot of that right now um, yeah it was definitely it I'm happy with what we did happened to mention uh you know a lot of 70s stuff uh how did you get into the 70s stuff was it was it through the dead from i think like 16 on i became like an accidental deadhead i was at a show i got this weed pipe from a head shop and it had a skull on it and one of the guys was like oh you're into the dead i'm like yeah man and then like went home and got on the internet and was like, oh, okay, yeah. Well, actually I am. And then <laughs> you know, my parents loved the Beatles. Who didn't love the Beatles? Um, Neil Young. So I saw Neil Young at a very, not very youngish, whatever. Uh, I yes. was like 15 or 16. Youngish. Yeah, youngish. <laughs> and I saw Neil Young like front row. I just thought the guy was the coolest ever. Um, the only music that I really listened to is like, 
older 70s music and that spans across like jazz too. There's something about San Francisco where a lot of people are tapped into it, obviously just because, you know, you walk down Hate, you go to the Fillmore, you go to the Indie, you know, you go to all these really cool old rooms and venues or the band shell at Golden Gate Park. Like, I think sonically it's a response to how inorganic a lot of music is now. It's overproduced. It's done digitally. Like we re-recorded everything on tape. We were using old vintage instruments and amplifiers and you know an old board to record everything. We made it intentionally harder on ourselves. Ready cheap motel. Living your minivan. Sharpen your teeth. Do whatever you can. The crazy creative output that comes from some of the unpredictable parts of making music that way, like tape, weird stuff happening on tape, echoes, delays. Uh, I don't like, I'm not like a super hi-fi audio person, but like I have, I have a deeper appreciation for it because I've done it both on Pro Tools, but then also this like manual force we're getting out a razor blade and cutting the tape to, to splice together. Um, there's more of a sense of pride and ownership and craftsmanship in it, you know? I get those vibes are, I think are particularly pronounced on Pariah and Seekers. fun and also you know uh probably there's some really technically skilled players that notice a lot of my errors and screw-ups and like you know but i think it adds to it in a way like that's the kind of music i enjoy too like live i don't actually really love recording i love playing i love playing with a band a live band recordings which you gotta do i guess but 
I didn't really see a through line lyrically through this album. It was a more of a sonic through line. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I don't know if the, like there was a, an overarching concept. A lot of these are like, I think when I was thinking about like, how do I write songs and how do I present myself to the world? It's like, could I go be like Connor Gleason and then I'm me or I'm, in this band called the last gray wolf with all these collaborators and that some of the times i'm writing from the first person but it's not about me it's uh, an affected character it's you know one of it's like a bob weir's cowboy songs or whatever you know like um where i don't have to really be talking about myself and that level of abstraction gives me comfort and allows me to write more honestly and um i think like if there's really any through line, it's that like a lot of these are born out of pretty really crummy times in my life. And that at least I got a really cool song out of it, you know? Um, and some of them are more like, you know, for example, Tiger Circus, that's kind of the chugging it's kind of a, an outward nod to, to like J.J. Kale. Um, but that's just like about having a job you hate and waking up one morning with the worst hangover you've ever had and having to get there. I went to the ballroom, drank him out of bourbon. Can't hardly see, my vision's blurred. kind of like vignettes from my life or a weird fever, fever dream that I, yeah, I wanted to make a song out of. Do you have like shows planned and it, what's like the, uh, the plan here? It's very, uh, like all things in my life, like a little bit chaotic. I'm trying to book shows. Um, and I, the spirit of this record and kind of everything that I'm trying to do musically is 
if that opportunity isn't there, go create it. So we did our first show at McTeague's Saloon on Polk Street, which is not like a well-known venue, but they're doing some really cool stuff. And Gulch Alley, my studio, backs up in the alley to it. So we can backline all the gear, have a sound person come. The mix ended up sounding really good. So that was the genesis for now these pickup bands where it's a great paid gig for a musician. They have a guarantee. And so we're thinking that we'll just do it at McTeague's again on the 8th. And, you know, for every booker and person in town who doesn't respond to my emails, hopefully they, they start. <laughs> um, but I think we're onto something cool and fun. And, uh, you know, it's all been very DIY. I would love to go tour. I would love to go play all over the place. Um, I think I don't know how much of that I know you can do a lot of it on your own and that's kind of, I want to explore how far I can do that. Um, I also haven't had any like agents or labels or whatever. Like, I think I'm in the period where now it's like, I just want to go play some fun shows. I've got a lot of cool bands around in town that we've talked about playing together. It's just a matter of logistics and I can do that stuff, you know. And you had said these are kind of the first songs that you've actually written yourself. Have, have you continued writing? Yeah, I have a lot. Um, and in a certain way, I feel like I'm like, you know, when you look at an old yearbook photo of yourself and you're just like, oh, God, you know, what was what, what what's up with my haircut that year? I already kind of start to feel that way about some of the, the writing. And I know that's just what happens. And it's a personal indictment of yourself and that never goes away. But uh, we're going to record again. And yeah, the, the goal is to just keep making music and eventually go play a lot um but until then just keep i can put on shows i don't have to pay a promoter i don't have to worry about all the various third parties that get involved like i can write my own music the way that i want i can put it out the way that i want um i can get whoever i want to to play in a band whoever's around whoever wants and it's it's a great to see that people want to come play too and they dig the tunes and everyone brings their own energy in every different lineup. So I feel like it's like, yeah, I feel like there's, I want to see where the ceiling is. Well, I really am looking forward to hopefully catching you live and also uh, uh, watching your network grow, you know, your, your musical network grow and meeting people that can get you to these other places on the road and whatnot. That that's going to be awesome. Yeah. You know, everyone's, Everyone I've encountered in this scene is that's trying to do kind of similar things is they all want to help each other. Everyone wants to win. I think it's a cool thing that's going on in San Francisco now with the amount of live shows, new bands, new music coming out all the time. Um, you know, it, it's a pretty cool time, I feel like. It's a very cool time. And, you know, you timed it well. <laughs> Well, thanks again so much for taking the time to uh, chat. I really appreciate it. And as I said, uh, you know, congratulations on the album and, and good luck on the on the live shows and, and maybe a tour run. Yeah, thank you, MJ. I really appreciate it. Where two deserts meet, I can't stand the heat. I think that I'm going to melt. Just drain the damn ocean and bathe in sunlight. That a shark's tooth or an arrowhead. Twenty-nine palms is good for its palm.
title track off his debut LP, Shark Tooth. The record is being released December 8th. Thanks again so much to Connor Gleason for taking the time to chat with me about the album. You can follow news of the project and upcoming live shows by following Connor on Instagram at The Last Gray Wolf, as well as at Connor Gleason Music. That's spelled Connor with one N. This is MJ, and we still have 30 minutes of fresh local music to play, so without further ado, let's dip right back into it with a groovy new release from Oakland surf rockers The Helltones, and a song off their brand new album, This Is Don't Waste My Time. You're rocking to West of Twin Peaks Radio. Thanks for hanging.
dream rock project known as Lurus is based in Sydney, Australia, where founder Perrine Elise is from. But the project was formed right here in San Francisco, and her just-released debut LEP was recorded here in the city at Hyde Street Studio. This is a track off it called appropriately South Van Ness, which is where the recording studio is located. Enjoy. Round and round, we go to
When they first meet me, they think I'm a flower. wonderful new single from the multi-talented actor, musician, and vocalist Caitlin Cobb Violet. It was called People. Switching it up right now, here's new music from Bay Area reggae band Blue Egyptian, who are currently touring throughout Northern California before taking a holiday break and hitting the road again in January in the Southwest. This is a fresh single from the group called Climb. Time. 
Artist Michael Bang, who releases indie music under the project name Tell Me Tell Me, has released yet another new single. This is Former Fires. You're listening to the Hyperlocal Hour of West of Twin Peaks Radio. We don't even know about all of the former fires simmering below the cold and only needed just a little air. Haven't even felt that the hunger has gone missing The appetite to fill the hole Where when did it go? Forgotten, forgotten The longing pain away Breathe fire Breathe in The yearning, the aching The pure intensity
Tell Me, Tell Me with the song Former Fires. San Francisco's Suzanimal has a new song out, Drink It In. It's called Water.
East Bay-based planetary scientist and musician Lindsay Olson, who goes by the project name Salami Rose Joe Lewis, has been collaborating a lot lately with tons of artists, including Oakland's Toro y Moi. She most recently teamed up with The Santo Casur, a Cork, Ireland, but Philly-based multi-instrumental and experimental musician for this track. It's called At Night, The Computer Begins to Dream. You're listening to the Hyperlocal Hour of West of Twin Peaks Radio. this episode of West of Twin Peaks Radio. I'll be back in two weeks with another new show, next time featuring guest artist James Wallace, a.k.a. Skyway Man, from Oakland. His new LP, Flight of the Long Distance Healer, is a sonic journey into outer and inner space. I'm going to leave you with a track off the album called Long Distance Healing. See you in two weeks. Until then, be well, be kind, peace. Shaky fever
The official BFF.FM app is now available to download. Stream our live feed, catch up on your favorite DJ's past shows, explore new sounds by genre, or put on a podcast for your daily whatever. Grab it today in the App Store or on Google Play. From Cap Street to the world, this is BFF.FM. 